and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind as we go into your word, unfold, speak through my mind, think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let the words go forth, not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power, that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Today we go into the sixth letter. All right. So we already done five. And that is not fully comprehensive, right? There's much more to it. But you will get more meanings of these letters on Sunday as well. All right. As as and then uh, we will as as we go along, we will see these letters in different words that will give you more revelation and understanding of the letters. Okay, the sixth Hebrew alphabet is the alphabet Vav. All right, it's spelled as V-A-V or W-A-W also can. Reviewed in Psalms 119. Okay, so this is the letter Vav. A very, very plain, simple letter. Okay, the letter Vav. So remember, there are many aspects that we uh, look at when we look at one Hebrew letter, from the picture form, from the uh, shape, from the letter, from the gematria, which is the numerical value. All right. So the Hebrew letters have uh, numerical values. Each number means something. Added together, it means something else. The letter Vav is the sixth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. The word Vav means a hook. Okay, so you have the letter vowel and you have the word. Okay, some letters are not in words. Some letters are words also. So the word, Hebrew word vowel means a hook, okay, or a spear or a ten pack in Hebrew. Therefore, the name and shape of the letter are directly connected to the meaning. So you have this picture here. It's like a, that's the letter vowel. It's a ten pack. It, pack the ten down, okay? So it's also like a hook, okay? And a nail also, right? From the word bar, meaning hook or pack, it is, it is connecting something to something. So you want to, the wind blow your clothes, right? So you have a pack <laughs> to click, to click your uh, clothing to the uh, wire or to the rope. So to connect two things together, that is the, Okay, it has that picture of the meaning of connecting, joining two things together. Okay, so that is the picture form, also the meaning of the, the valve as a ten, as a ten, ten pack. The valve rejoices in connection and transformation. Okay, so this, I, I take it from different uh, scholars, all right? A little bit from each person and I put it together with what the Holy Spirit gives me. And this particular uh, scholar, he likes to put the song of the letters. So he uses this word rejoices. And I love it so much because it's like all the letters are alive. All the letters, the Hebrew letters, are alive. That's why the hay rejoices in laughter, you know, 
why you laugh. Whereas all the letters in all other languages are dead, right? They don't give life to you. But these letters are alive. God's words are alive. God's, in Hebrews 4.12, it says, God's words are alive and sharper than any two ages. So are alive. God's words, which are formed from his letters. Right? So it's like the letters are dancing, you know, can be happy, you know. They are mainly an expression of, it's an expression of life. Okay? So that's why God's word is spirit and life. That's what Jesus said. My words are spirit and are life. It's different from any other language and any other word, except for our tongues. God gave us a new language. The vow rejoices. So it's happy, okay? In what? In it's the job that it was assigned to do, right? So when God spoke that letter or that letter came into this earth to as the letter Vav. Okay? It's doing something. Each letter has a purpose. So its purpose of the Vav is to connect and transform. Okay. Holding power of the universe. So this Vav has a power, right? Remember, every letter has power. God's supernatural power. Power, always think of electricity power. Okay? Although it is still... Uh, limited, at least you can understand power <laughs> a bit, okay? So, there's power to uh, transform, right? You, you sow the seed, you plant the seed, the power of the sunlight and the power of the water into that seed to make it grow. That's power, all right? So, from the little seed, it became a plant, okay? You see, the, the, the roots come out, then you have the branches, then you have the leaves, and then you have the fruit. Transform already or not? Is that transformation? Yes. From one look like something became another thing. Okay? So, this is the power of the valve. Okay? This letter. Connect and then transform. So, the whole universe, alright? The valve has the power of holding the whole universe together. Alright? And it means Literally, translated into our English language, is the word A and D. And it means a hook, right? As a hook connects objects, so the and connects words and ideas within a sentence. It's the hook that brings things together, correct? Whether it's your hook, the needle or what, that's how you hook and everything comes together. So many, you all can understand, right? The hook connects objects, but the end in the language connects words and ideas. So, uh, I have, I own a house and a car. So, the end there, that means it brings a connection. Idea is two. You got a house and you got a car. All right, end there. All right, so it bring it, bring together connect together words and ideas in a sentence. English language, uh, interesting, uh, but this is not yet the interesting part. The interesting part is coming even more exciting. In the beginning, <clears throat> God created the heavens and the earth. 
Okay, so remember in Hebrew letter or in Hebrew, Genesis 1.1 starts with the letter bet. All right, we learned earlier, bar, bara, right, which is creation. So this, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, has the bath inside also, right, which is, okay, it, it reads from right to left, right, Hebrew. So barashit, bara, Elohim, et, ha, I may, not, I may not pronounce it correctly. Hamayin, and then at Hares, the earth. So there you see the letter Bath. Can you see the letter Bath? Where? At the, at the word N. That has been translated into English as N. So the Bath appears heaven and earth. So the valve connected heaven and earth. Okay? Or God connected he heaven and earth with the letter valve, which is N. So in English, God created heavens and the earth. So it is the N, the word, the valve there, the first valve that appeared in the Bible in Genesis 1:1, is holding the earth and the heaven together. Okay. There is no force like the valve. Okay, so remember there's energy, there's force, there's power in the Hebrew letters or in the letters that God spoke the universe into being. There is no force like the valve. Second, it's the 22nd position of the valve in its first appearance in the Bible represents the 22 alphabets. So if you count the letters, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth in Hebrew, eh? not in English. Right, the valve appears at the 20 as the 22nd letter, representing the all the 22nd or uh, 22 alphabets, okay, of the Hebrew letters. Very interesting, right? So that means this valve is the one that has the power to hold everything together. Okay. The valve that reverses time by a simple addition of a valve to a word. A thing which does not exist comes into an existence. Now listen to this very carefully because this is where the power is going to be manifested. All right. When we understand this and we speak God's word, we first before we speak God's word, always remember there must be the believing part. God's word is not magic. You just speak and then it happens. If you don't understand, you don't believe, it, is, it does nothing for you. All right? But that's why meditation and understanding teaching helps us to understand what God means. And then when we believe in our heart, Romans 10, 9, Romans 9, uh, yeah, 10, 9 and 10, right? If you, anyone believe in your heart and speak with the mouth, then you will receive, you will be saved. Salvation is sozo, which means wholeness every part, then the manifestation take place. Okay, now how this manifestation take place? If you understand this valve, it's so powerful. Miracles will begin to happen in your life. Then, then. Okay, by the simple addition of a valve to a word, a thing which does not exist come into existence. existence. So you see how this works. Genesis 1, 2 to 3. The earth was without form, just now we read the first verse, 
right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the valve, right? The earth. Now, verse 2, the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light and there was light. So, first you have the heavens and the earth connected by the valve. Then God said, let there be light. So God spoke, right? He spoke what? Let there. So there was all dark. Everything was dark. And then God said, let there be light. And in our English translation, it says, and there was light. Look at the Hebrew. Okay. In English, we say, let there be light. Correct? This light, that means does not yet exist. Then we say, and there was light. So we need to say something first. So the translation was, when God said, let there be light, then we have to say another sentence, and then there was light. Okay? Then now the light exists. In order to transcend from something that does not exist to something that exists, we need to remove the two words, let and be, and replace with and and was. Can you understand that? Anybody don't understand that? Okay, because if you don't catch this, you will miss a very, very powerful part of this valve. So for English, okay, in order for the existing for the light to be to, to, to come into existence, we change the words from we take out the let, all right, and and the B, and we change and put in the N and the wasps. All right, so I put it in one slide so you can see properly. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Okay, so we have to change the sentence. So instead of saying, let there be light, the time. No light yet. Understand? When we say let there be light, got light or not to have. Okay? Or, or, or rather, when that was said. But after that, we put in the end, there was light. Then it, it communicated to us the meaning that, okay, now got light already. Now, look at it. it from the Hebrew letter, it's not written like that. In Hebrew, this transformation, remember, is connection. The valve is about connection and transformation. In Hebrew, this is performed by the single valve being added to the original phrase. So there is no, and there was light. Okay, it is yahi or, let there be light. That's all. Let there be light, yahi or. Okay, which is those letters that you see the vowel, the yud, hey, yud, alif, vowel, dalit. Yeah. Okay. So that is let there be light. That's all. Don't have the and there was light. So it was just by putting a letter vowel there. So it reads yahi or suddenly light appears. It has immense power to transform.
So the you the uh that that valve there already by speaking for this yahi or in the Hebrew letters, already the light happens. The light appears already. Okay, by adding the word, the single letter of the word valve, the letter valve inside the, uh, that, that word, let there be light. Actually, it's uh, for English, it's let there be light. Okay, for Hebrew, it's just yahi or, no need the end there was light. It's already the power inside to create that light. Okay, then light appeared. So meaning that when the valve is inside, the valve has the power to create, to connect and create and transform immediately. Okay, immediately. Don't have to change the sentence and add in and there was light. Because later we're going to see what is this valve, all right? So it takes something that doesn't exist because it was all dark, all right? That into existence, what will be is now changed into what is. What will be will change into what is. So the valve has the power to transform what will be. So like, for example, healing, say, I will be healed, okay? The valve is inside, it is, I'm healed. Instantly, it has the power to do that from what will be to what is, all right? I will be rich. The valve inside will, will, will cause you, to, will cause this to happen. I am rich. Actually, if you, if you are listening, you will roughly know what actually this valve represents. Okay, how does it come? What will be that we, we always thought what will be, what will be? It, it becomes what is, what is. This is in the realm of the spiritual manifested into your physical realm, into your situation, whether it's sickness, poverty, lack, fear, it disappears. When the valve is inside that word. Okay, so Romans 4:17, we know from the Bible, who is father of us all, according as it has been written, a father of many nations. I have said thee about Abraham, before him who did believe, God who is quickening the dead and is calling the things that be not as being. So God the creator, right? He calls forth, right? When he spoke those Hebrew uh, letters out, those letters out, let there be light. There's a valve inside there. Yeah, he all. And for us, is you need another sentence and there be light. But actually, there and then, light appeared. Okay, so that's why when we speak things that are not as though they are God, it's our God who do that. And he gave us the same power to do it too. From his word in 
Christ when you have been born, become born again. So we can speak, that's why we say we can speak life to Jesus raise the dead. I believe, you know, one day we also, if we have the opportunity to raise the dead, to heal the sick, okay, in our own situation, to speak life to our own body from got this disease to the disease disappeared, got this fear to no more fear. Okay, this is calling things that are not as though they were. That's what all by the word, the letter, Bob, the power in God's word, in God's word. So we not uh, we are not talking about all of us have to speak Hebrew, okay? Just catch and understand the word of God. All right. It has the power, the Bob has the power to change a thing's position in time. It holds the connection between the past and the future. And it's called the bath that reverses time. That's why we can have renewal of youth. That's why we can have all the in, uh, sickness inheritance of uh, your forefathers. Your, your so-and-so got this sickness. So it brought down to, to you and so forth. Medical science says, okay, your parents have cancer, you have cancer. Your parents have heart problem or diabetes, you have diabetes and so forth. Hereditary diseases. Now, the valve has the power to change it. All right. Reverses, it's called the valve that reverses time. It rejoices in the power to transform reality. It has the power. So what we think, oh, this is real. The real that we think is the five senses realm, right? The physical realm. That's what men and women who born from this earth have this uh, mind that everything what we see is real i don't see i don't believe that's what a lot of people say right today we all believe in jesus that we didn't see before okay so we have moved into the spiritual realm the kingdom of god that's why jesus came to show us the kingdom of god and the kingdom on this earth it's a kingdom as kingdom principles have kingdom rule rulership everything and ownership very interesting Okay, today we don't own anything here on this earth. So we don't need to take ownership in that sense because we didn't own anything. God owns everything and he gave us the rulership. The rulership, okay, he owns us. That's the difference. That's why it's a tree of life, all right? When you understand God owns us, it's, he gave you the house to take care of, that's all, for him. He gave you the car to make use, you know, for you to go and do the things, preach the gospel, share with people to do your daily work. He gave you this and that and that. He owns it. That's why in the tithing, it's about he owns 100% of our lives. Why he owns? He died for you. <laughs> if he didn't die for you, that's why he owns you. And when you receive, you become, Paul calls himself the slave, a prisoner of the Lord. But he's a wonderful owner. He don't exploit us, right? Before God owned us, the devil owned us. We were a slave to sin. But Jesus set us free by dying for us, taking the punishment on the cross so that today we can be now owned by a wonderful father. So if we, our whole being is owned by God, then all the things that he has, that we have is given by God to us, including the income, 
that we get from our working or whoever give to us, right? It's God give, but God is so gracious. He just tell us the 10% belongs to him and the rest is still his. But he asks you, he trusts us to manage it properly. And with that, he continued to pour out his blessing. This is not a comprehensive teaching on hiding, but it's just part of it when we, uh, as we come to this, you know, it just reminds me of this part that what we think we own actually belongs to God. That's why it's not hard to give. Uh, I remember this particular preacher shared something. Uh, when God, okay, after we give the, put aside the 10% to, to God that belongs to him, then we have the 90%, right? Then he says, if he tell us something about this 90%, you give to this person or you give to, you know, whatever, you know. And then we say, no, no, I don't want to give. <laughs> oh, I can't, whatever, it's, I can't or cannot or what comes to the, the, the same thing as no right. Then we are saying that this is mine. This 90% is mine. We have not yet had the understanding that everything is his. That means I'm just a steward. That's why Jesus came and taught us the parables of the steward. Right? And then the owner will come. We are all stewards, we are all servants. Right? Being given custodian of what belongs to the master. And we are given management, all right? How to manage this until he comes. So when we say no to God, you are saying, this is mine. <laughs> you cannot tell me what to do with mine, okay? But if you are the owner, you can always tell your servant, okay, I give you this, you can do whatever you like. But when I tell you to do this way with it, you will follow, right? If we know, who is our master? Who is our Lord? It's very beautiful because God doesn't want to take from us. He actually wants to give us, right? And teach us the principles of the kingdom of God. Okay, so coming back here, it rejoices in the power to transform reality as the power of connecting all the forces of the letters together. So, I found this picture, I think it's amazing, right? How it brings everything together and there's so much force and energy in these Hebrew letters that, okay, where did we go? All right, we go to Psalms overnight because sometimes I prepare Saturday and Sunday, so I mix up a little bit because both are related. <clears throat> Okay, with, with a little bit of that understanding of vow, the power of transformation, holding together, connection. Let's go now into Psalms 119. Okay, the, the part of the eight verses on vow, vow or vow. Let thy mercies come also unto me. So as you read these verses, remember, connect, transform, join together, and also the power of miracles, all right? Come also to me, O Lord, even thy salvation according to thy word. See, how can you get connected to God? There's no other way except through 
technically we say Jesus, but what is Jesus? In the word. Who is Jesus? He's the word. So if you don't go dig into the word or study the word or hear the word, then, or read the word, you have no connection with your father, with the supernatural realm, with the spiritual realm. We still live in this world. We have a big idea of who God is. We don't read the word. We don't study the word. No understanding. How can God come to you? Right? Coming is two people joining together. Come. Come to me, O Lord. O Lord here is Yukhe Bape. All right? Which is God. According, how does God come to you? According to his word. The connection is from his word. How do you get connected to God back? Remember, the whole thing is we lost connection with God when Adam sinned, right? It's like your Wi-Fi cut off already. <laughs> All very sad, right? There's no Wi-Fi already. As you cannot live already. No more connection. Why we want to connect, right? Wi-Fi, connect to the world, the social media. So used to depend on this connection, the social media that gives you life. Oh, people refer to this one, that, that one, that one, Google, you know. It brings you life. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, but it brings, it adds something to your life like that. Otherwise, your life is like a Lone Ranger, right? Without Wi-Fi. So our life was like that, disconnected from God. When we were born after Adam's sin, every person born under Adam was disconnected. No Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay, no life. Right? No life. The bar was not there. Okay, no connection. You can also think of Wi-Fi, right? Connection. <laughs> when you think of the bar, modern terms. This one added in one. Okay, so no connection. So you want to connect a whole. Now God has to send Jesus, at, you know, and give us the word of God, the Bible, all are his words to connect us back to him. Right? To connect the Wi-Fi it's the word that connect us back to him the holy spirit the power the energy all right and then you get back into the word the life again right when you connect back in your facebook or whatever you feel life oh you see who is doing what, what, what you know there's more life in your life right so the real life is the spiritual life that god gave us in the spirit which we were ignorant of now, in order to have this spirit life come back again and surpassing what we think was life, actually it's just some form of a, a connection to give you some happiness, you know, for a time, right? After that, you go back into the problems and then you, Facebook also, you close for a while. <laughs> you are fed up, you know? But God's word is different, okay? So come to me, O oh Lord, connect. How? According, right? You are my salvation. Even my salvation is a tender love for you. Are my savior, and you keep your promises in the GPT. Facebook is not your savior. <laughs> Somebody, you know, your teacher or whoever is not your savior. The one who the bank lend you some money, he's not your savior. <laughs> okay, and there was another part you know, about this, uh, the the debts and uh, uh, tithing and all that. One, the world, the debt connect you. It's like an um, um, one, one. This is from one preacher. It's like an umbilical cord, uh, you know, when you give birth. It ties you there for life, all right? But when we do tithing and offering, we are 
connecting back our umbilical cord to the source, to God. And this one I have to bring it up, you know, because it's it, uh, one, one more thing. It says that when God created Adam and Eve and this earth, he created with this intention and he did it to be the supplier of man's needs, isn't it? God created the whole earth. He gave him is it every fruit, every seed that bears fruit is in this garden. Everything that you will need, he already put the copper, the gold into the earth. You know, he prepared this home for man. He was made, God created us meet with the uh, intention to provide for us. All that Adam was to be his gardener, to be his uh, garden keeper. Just take care. Just take care. But I will take care of you. I will provide. I will be your supplier. Right? That was God's initial, or even until today, his purpose to take care of us. But we just do to whatever he gives us, we just take care of it. That's all. And follow according to his word. So today, the devil stole that revelation from man, from especially the children of God. All right? That after you receive Jesus, all Jesus give you it's a spot in heaven. Well, on this earth, you slog, you struggle <laughs> to maintain your, uh, your, your household or your life. Not true. Not true. That's why God had to, only from his word, how do we find the truth? From his word that tells us he wants to take care of us, even in the new covenant. He said what? My God shall supply all your needs, right? When you uh, he's a generous God. He wants to take care of trying God from his word is communicating us back to God's in first intention is to take care of us. So Jesus said what? Don't worry. Your heavenly father cares for you. Bring us back to the word of God will bring us back to how God actually wants to relate or intended to do for his children. Understand? So, this is our God. How we know him is from his word. If you never knew there's a scripture like this, then you will never know that God wants to take care of you. You always think that I'm born in this world, I have to take care of myself. Of course, I'm not saying you don't take care of yourself, but not with the stress, right? with the principles of God, with the kingdom principles. Just follow his principles. And that's it. No stress, no worry. He will begin to show to you how he take care of you. All right, because he is your savior, not the bank. <laughs> I also, you know, I've gone through so much of uh, life to realize the bank is not your savior, your boss is not your savior. God is. And how? From his word. Okay, he's your savior. So that's where your connection comes in, the vow. Connect you back to God to his power in your life to be manifested according to his word. God will not work any other way. We are not smarter than God. It's like, okay, God, I tell you, this is how you should do. <laughs> no, all right? It's, that's according to your, our word, right? God says, you connect back to me, to my power, to my provision, my love, my care, as yourself, as your savior, according to my word. 
no other word, nobody's word. I speak, it's his word. Okay, it's his word. That I can answer those who taunt me, for I trust in your word. Okay, when we understand, wow, right, that there's the only way to connect back to God is to through his word. And when we do that, we are saying that we trust in his word. Faith. Remember our whole journey in life now as a Christian or as a child of God is a walk of faith. Right? Believing first. Not see first, then believe. Okay? We speak first. We believe first. Then we take action. Then you have the manifestation. Believe first. It's very different from the world. The world see first. Yeah? But don't believe. Believe. The world is seeing is believing. In God's kingdom, we believe first. We believe first, we act upon it, then we will see the manifestation. That is trust. But today, the devil has robbed this trust, right? We don't trust each other anymore. We don't trust our word. We don't trust anybody's word. And therefore, when we read God's word, we also don't trust. Very sad. But by the Holy Spirit, by the bath, by the hay and all, you know, God as the Spirit of God, Jesus died for us. We now can trust him by making a choice. Again, that is your choice. All right? No one can force you to trust somebody, right? So no one can force you to trust God. But as you see this and understand how good God is, and you say, Lord, I want to trust you. Trust you means I believe your word. May I never forget your truth, for I rely upon your precepts. See, this is the connection. When we begin to See his word as the only word that connects us, that God come to us. Oh, God, come to me. We can cry in the room. God, come to me. How is he going to come to you? Appear to you? <laughs> no. Open the Bible. That's when he comes to you. That's the connection. Open the Bible. All right? Listen to what God is saying. That is how he comes to you, from the word. And that's where we are doing devotion. Some of us who are in the devotion group, right? God is coming to you. All right, very light, easy one. Open the word, read a psalm, read a proverbs, and then God speaks to you. You know, normally, how can we hear someone? We need, we need to be within a certain range of closeness, right? <laughs> from the other side you ask how you shout also the other person cannot hear right then if you're someone is speaking to you from you know 100 meters away can you hear no you say come come nearer come nearer right to connect to the person you have to come nearer that's why james says draw near to me and i draw nigh to you so how do we draw near to god reconnect bring the word read the word open the word come to his word Sit at his feet, listen to his word. Okay, may I never forget your truth. That is the connection. Say, so not just say, God, come to me, and then we go off already. <laughs> All right, it is in his word that he reveals to you himself that he, you get connected to him and you rely on his precepts. I will observe your laws every moment of the day and will never forget what the words you say. You see, uh, I think Evelyn Go shared that, right? That one particular morning devotion. And she's glad that she got up to do that devotion. And because the, as after that, she go into work and it was a, you know, in the world, there's so many things, right, that you face. 
in your working place. So, but that the, the devotion, what she read, what she heard, helped her through the day. So, the connection of receiving the power, the vow, right, from God is when you remember what God's word says. <laughs> if we don't have God's word in our heart, what happens? When we face trouble or problems or, you know, in life, we don't have any connection with God. <laughs> because it is, may I never forget the words you say. And you don't even remember anything he said. Because only his words have the power to settle things, to bring life, right? The hate into the situation, to bring solution into the situation. Christ is the answer, okay? Also means the word. It's the answer. So if you have no word, that's why the Holy Spirit came to remind us of what Jesus said. And in, in any particular situation in your life, you don't have his word. You don't remember what he said. You remember what your mother said. <laughs> what your mother, Nothing wrong with that, all right? But you remember what your mentor said or whatever, coach or whatever. And then you remember what, most of the most dangerous is actually you're not even aware what the devil said. <laughs> but you're listening to him most of the time because he always tells you you're not healed. Isn't that the devil's words? That you're sick. And we are listening to that statement for years. I'm sick. I'm poor. Is that what God said? God didn't say that. God didn't say you're sick. God didn't say you have this sickness. God didn't say that you are poor. God didn't say your life got, you know, will become worse and worse. God didn't say all those things that we meditate upon day and night. <laughs> Did he say? No. How do you know? Is He didn't say? You go check the word of God. Did God say any of these things? He didn't say. But why are we meditating on it? And why are we saying those things that he didn't say? No connection. No Wi-Fi. <laughs> so we begin to say the things that not coming from above didn't come from satellite already we say our own things which is actually the devil's words is always against God's word right so the verb connect us to God is through the word that you will not forget what God says so if you have this you know when you're coming out now building the spirit man and then you're still saying, I'm sick, I have this sickness, I have this disease. If you have been meditating on God's word, then you will say, I don't have, I will not forget the words that you say, Elisha Ling. So I will not forget the words that God say that he has, I don't have, uh, what, blood, blood problem, heart problem. At least start with that. That particular disease you don't have. But God will give us the wisdom how to, uh, to address that issue. Okay, But first, know that it's not there. In the real realm, in the spiritual realm, you don't have it. Then he can give you the wisdom, what to eat, what to take, or, or what to do All right, to get your full recovery. Or it may be in an instant. I don't know. God is the one. So God also gives us wisdom because that has to do with our physical body. But first, we need to know that what he said is that by his stripes, you have been healed. 
in meaning that that does not exist anymore. Remember, the vow is able to reverse time, okay? which means what was there in your life is no longer there. If we understand what God has done, Jesus has done for us, from where? From his word. It's not after Stephanie or Deborah that tell you that. I'm telling you what God's word say. So when you do your daily life, whatever you are experiencing, remember, never forget the words <laughs> that God say. Okay, very important. Never forget the words that God say. And that only way you can remember somebody's words is when you keep on listening to that person. If you keep on reading the word, listening to the Bible, to the word of God, then you will not forget what God said. Actually, he was crying. He, uh, that's what the vow means. The connection is the word of God speaking to you. Are you hearing him or are you hearing something else? I will walk with you in complete freedom for I seek to follow your every command. That is what connects David all right, to God. Keep on loving his word. Keep on hearing God's word. That's meditation and confession. All right. And that's what brings freedom. Okay. There's no other way for connection except God's word. And where the spirit of God is, there is freedom. Jesus set us free. Free from what? I talked one day, right? Financial freedom, health freedom, spirit freedom. Okay. Every area, that is what freedom is. For I seek to follow your every command. The more you follow God's commands, not as in lawful way, okay, but obeying Him as things that uh, is the way we, uh, the, you know, the, He will tell you, hey, from His uh, word. That's when you walk in freedom. When I stand before kings, I tell them the truth and will never be ashamed. <clears throat> when you are before kings, before people with authority. What do you speak? You have a greater authority if you're connected to God. That's the vow. It gives you the connection, the confidence, right? And ability even before authorities in the world that we are scared of. I'm not asking you to rebel against authority, okay? But it's the, when you have fear, you know, no confidence, fear of people. They are richer than you. They are greater than you. Then what? You close your mouth. I dare not speak already. But here he says what? I tell them the truth. Right? The gospel. Jesus, uh, Paul says what? I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. First the Jews and then the Greeks. Are we ashamed? Right? When you're ashamed, it's because you don't know your connection. <laughs> who you are connected to, then you're ashamed, right? Because you don't know, right? You dare not tell that I'm connected to God. So we can be ashamed of sharing Jesus to certain people, right? Why? Ashamed of our God unconsciously because of the connection. When we know we are connected to God, we dare to speak, we dare to tell, I'm a Christian. Okay, I belong to Jesus. 
and you can belong to him too. And you can know his love too. And not afraid for people knowing that you have become a Christian. Right? Your connection with God causes you not to be ashamed. If you are today found that you are the daughter of the uh, king <laughs> in this world, you are ashamed enough to tell everyone that, hey, actually, you know, I'm the daughter of uh, Queen Elizabeth, the, the Queen of England. You tell everyone my, my name, you know, it's actually, I'm, I've got royal blood. It's a connection, right? When you have it, Tested DNA. Oh, okay. I really born one. So to this world, right? They want to test your DNA before they, they uh, you know, you may be a lost child. We already tested DNA already. We belong to Jesus. All right. The, but why are we still ashamed? Yeah, we are not very sure yet. That connection. And how do we know 100% that we are God's children? From his word. Meditate on this word again. Those scriptures that tell you God is our Father. He loves you. He's your, become, you have the right to become a child of God. You have his DNA, the seed inside you. The more we have this understanding from his word, then we won't be ashamed to be identified with Christ. No matter what people laugh at us, it's okay. <laughs> All right? Because you know you may stand before kings, people who can judge you. You are not afraid anymore because you know from God's word, there's only one judge that we need to be afraid of if there's such thing called fear, a good fear. The only one judge that can send you to hell, the people of this world, it may be your boss or whoever, they cannot do that. <laughs> they have no power. Only God, Yahweh, can send us to hell, can judge us. Right? So why are we afraid of people with authority when Jesus is our King of Kings? And how do we know all that? Through His Word, through the meditating of His Word. And so a lack of meditating of His Word, our spiritual life is like that one, just 50-50. Alright? Why build, keep on meditating His Word until you are connected that's when you have fellowship and not religion. Fellowship. Okay? With you and your father. I will be able to tell them the truth without being ashamed that I'm a Christian, that I belong to Jesus. If they can laugh at you, they can persecute you, but I know my connection with God, the vow. It, it only comes from the word, nothing else. My passion and delight is in your word. And I love what you say to me. Come to that place. Come to that place. All right. Where you, your passion and delight is God's word. You find yourself as you draw close to God. All right. To buy his from his word. Not, it's not a sentimental close, closeness, boygirl relationship. It's beyond that. It's the word. Okay. The word. When you read his word. His word, just you just love His word as it, the word unfolds. God's love for you, God's unfailing love, God's grace, amazing grace, right for you, His goodness, everything, until you love to hear His word, 
do you love to to listen to someone talking to you the person you want to listen to the most is jesus and that's the word i love what you say to me yeah that love he actually gave us but once you begin to have that that love to want to open his the word of god read the word of god let him speak to you you entered into a deeper connection the power of the vow to bring you even closer just like in the natural we long for men natural men and women to say nice things to us right which is sometimes meaningless things but god means every word he said okay i long for more revelation of your truth for i love the light of your word as i meditate on your decrees okay it's the word that brings that revelation all right first you have the five letters now you already reach the path god that connect us okay to have the revelation of what truth understanding meaning i love the light your darkness disappear you were in darkness in fear fear is darkness confusion is darkness uh, there's a scripture that says god is not the author of confusion right he doesn't give us confusion it means inside in all, i believe all of you know what's confusion right you're confused don't know whether go this direction that direction do this or do that that god is not the author of confusion so if we are in that state that means we are not clear and not clear means we don't know what god said very simple go back to what go back to his word the word can god's word will never put you in a spot where you are confused it's very clear it's only whether we want to follow or not if we don't want to follow then we get confused <laughs> if we say okay god your word is the highest authority that's what it means okay when we say your word has the highest authority don't simply say it if you don't believe that when you say your word has the highest authority it means i will follow your word okay you follow the your government word or not <laughs> okay if you don't follow they put you in jail the god doesn't put us in jail it's just that we miss right the benefit of that word so i love the light of your word. it brings light it brings revelation nowhere does the bible the word of god say that when you read god's word it brings you confusion it brings you darkness <laughs> nowhere okay when you properly come into god's word right with the holy spirit light enters the word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path a child also can understand god's word remember all right uh esther Ng, right evelyn's daughter she can be so young so young but she can understand because understanding god's word is not through the mind it's not through your intellect it's through the spirit <clears throat> so when you feed her with spirit words she can understand yeah so today in spark jewels the teachers are now also teaching this to them you say wow so difficult one up because even for us adults beginning we also thought it's very difficult one this hebrew language but they can understand right the spark jewels children if the teachers understand it they can bring it across how great is god they, i always remember that one of the spark jewels session when uh, a question was asked by i think teacher rebecca what to uh 
as certain now. So you are what, you know, he said, I am spirit. I'm spirit. That ring in my ears, beautiful words from a little child of 10 years old who knows that she is a spirit being. You go and ask all the children in the school. <laughs> Do they know they are spirit being? They don't know. You see? So, wonderful work, right? The Spark Jewels teachers bringing this understanding to the children while they are still young that they are spirit beings, that they belong to Jesus, that they belong to God, and who their God is at that young, tender age before they get corrupted by the world. Light comes in, okay, when we meditate on the, your decrees, okay? Colossians 1, it's just Christ is the invisible image of the invisible God. So that finishes the Psalms 8 verses. Now helps you see more the connection of wealth as to Christ, all right? Christ is the invisible image of the invisible God. So we have an invisible God, which you cannot see, right? But manifested to us, now we can see Jesus came as a man, all right, to this earth. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. Right. Why through him? Jesus was the word made flesh. All right. So that power that holds everything together, which is, is uh, inherent in the wealth, is Jesus also. All right. It's Jesus. He made the things. So he was there in creation, the word, Jesus, right? He made the things we can see and the things we can't see such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen realm. Okay, so today we cannot, in the physical realm, we cannot see all these thrones, kingdoms, rulers, authorities in the unseen realm. But in the spirit, through his word, we now can see. Why you can say words like, God has healed you. And then to the the person who lives in the five senses, they say, where? Where is God? I cannot see anything. But you are saying it now without even realizing that you're speaking of the invisible God, which now you can see already in your spirit through his word. You're so meditated in his word so much that you are speaking things that you cannot see, that the world are thinking, why you speak such things? You say you are rich, but you don't have uh, Rolls Royce. <laughs> You're saying you are rich. You are beginning to speak the way God speaks, the invisible realm. From where? From His Word. Okay? Your spirit being has been activated, it's now alive. He made the things which we can see and the things which cannot see. In another sense, you already can see. All right? You are seeing things which others don't see. That's faith. That's faith. You're already moving in faith. You're beginning to say, according to God's word. You say, I am rich. And they say, in the world, they don't see, but you can see. Then you say, if you think back again, actually, I, I'm not seeing the physical realm anymore. Your spirit now is growing. You understand? You, because this realm exists. These authorities, the things we can't see, how do we know? Yeah, Colossians 1.15 tell us. That God made all these things which the world cannot see, right? But we now can see everything was created through Him 
and for him. When we go through the, all the 22 alphabets, you will see Christ, the word in every alphabet. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anyone else and he holds all creation together. That's how powerful God is and Christ and the word. God does things with ease and discretion. Humility is in our God, quietly saving us. He transforms our lives and brings into existence what did not exist before, namely eternal life. Once I was lost, now I am found. It was in an instant that when we said, Lord Jesus, come into my life, Xiaoling, in that very instant, that which did not exist, started to exist. Eternal life, a new life, Rebecca's life, Elijah's life, Abigail, right? That moment, in an instant, the valve connected us, the force of creating something which, which didn't exist. We were all dead. Our spirit man all died. In that moment, when we believe in Jesus, he was the valve that forced, that turned into existence, a spirit that is now alive and want to serve God. Having eternal life. That moment, I, I was lost, but now am found. In that moment, you became a child of God. That child that didn't exist. The child of God. That very moment. See how powerful is the valve that is Jesus. It's the power of God. And he doesn't need to do to, uh, you know, do a big thing, a big show out of it. It was quiet. In that wet, quiet moment, some people received a lot in the toilet, <laughs> in the room, all right? Anywhere, in that quietness, in that stillness of the heart. God, you just believe and the connection, the valve came, the power, Jesus came in that valve and connected us for, and we were transformed from one state of deadness to another state of life. From death, into light, from darkness into light. It all happened quietly, yet powerfully. See, this earth was created. You didn't hear thunder, lightning, everything, right? <laughs> it was all quiet, but powerful. The earth came into being in the six days of creation. Beautiful. This is how God, in humility. That's why today we are humble. We don't have to do things and boast. The whole world must need to know, right? It is the humble heart. Right, recognizing how our creator did things and we do the same, walking in the same character of God, but transforming lives, transforming, bringing into existence that which didn't exist. On a deeper level, one rabbi said, the valve is said to be the link between every Jew in their will to serve God found in the core of every Jewish person's heart. Why? I showed this picture before. Look at the heart of the person. God's name. God made a covenant with the Jews, meaning God put his name there. Right? They belong to him. Covenant agreement, right? You want to you have an agreement, now I belong to you. That's why if God's covenant with Abraham is, when added the hey, all that I have, is yours. The Jews, God put his name. They said, they belong to me. That's why the devil wants to wipe them out. 
to prove there is no God. But God said, do not touch them. Anyone who touches them, touches the apple of my eye. Right? That is how precious the Jews were to God. And that's from covenant. And today, that is how precious we are in Christ, right? Because of Christ. Otherwise, we, have, we don't have this, this, that everything that God has is given to us. So, yud Hey waf Hey was written in their hearts. Remember, God said, a new covenant, I will write my, I will make with the children of Israel. I will write my name. I will write my laws in their hearts. That they want to serve God. It was put there. All right? And their, their will is to follow the commandments of God. Every Jew, their delight was to follow the Torah. Yeah? Because God was inside their heart, the Vav. It's the link. All right? The Vav, the letter Vav, the plainness in appearance of all the letters of the Hebrew alphabet but signifies the basic common link between all Jewish people, a love and a will to serve God. The Gentiles are the ones who don't know who they are serving. <laughs> Which God, any God, the tree God, or whatever give them blessing they serve, right? But the Jews, the Jews, right, from the Torah, from the word of God that was given to them, they were taught and they were put inside their heart, that link, the vow connecting so they have the torah so the torah connect them to god we have the bible the word of god connect us to god why christians don't have the will and desire to serve god because they don't connect they don't love the word of god don't realize how wonderful is god's word the jews want to serve god from young they were brought up loving the torah respecting the torah respecting Right, this is God's word, respecting their God from young. So it was like the vow. Okay, now have this the link for the Jews. Every Jew, most Jews, right, would they would declare unashamedly, without shame, that their God is Jehovah. Because from baby they grow up with the Torah. With the God's word. So, if you ask a Jew, who is your God? They will say Jehovah. If you ask a Christian, who is their God? Not very sure. <laughs> or dare not say, you know? So, why? Because we, are, we don't connect from the word. And the more you go into the word now, you will find yourself more connected. Okay? The vow. Okay? I love to serve God. Understanding. So when you think of the bath, think of the power, the connection, right? You need something to connect the power to you, right? Even in our electricity, or you need the wires, you need satellite, you think something to connect, right? So how do we connect to God, the bath, right? It represents also the word of God. The think of the hook, connecting. Think of end. Miracles and Jesus saving us. Jesus is the final connection. And Jesus, the person of Jesus, as well as his word. If you don't have the word, don't, we already read through the eight verses, right? How uh, David loved the word, how he want to follow his ways. I don't want to forget what you say. 
and all that brought him the power of connection to God. That's why he was called, God called him a man after God's own heart. Okay, now let's see the valve in a few words, okay, just to give us more understanding of the valve. So first of all, the valve appears, uh, there's one uh, word that I chose uh, as, as lead. It's the word that is interpreted or translated as thanks or give thanks in our English uh, translation. In the Hebrew, this word, these two words, give thanks, translated as give thanks, is hey, va, dalet, va. Okay, so there are two vows here in this word, give thanks. So in Psalms 106, verse 1, Praise ye the Lord, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. So, hey, is the spirit of God, right? So when we have God's spirit, then the valve connects us to the dale. The dale is the humble man, okay? There are different aspects, okay? So as I thought, there's also another meaning, right? So we humble ourselves as Jesus humbled ourselves, and we enter through the door of revelation into another connection. First, connect to the Spirit of God when we give thanks because we are giving thanks to God. Praise the Lord. Praising Yahweh. We give thanks to God. Whoever we give thanks to, we will connect to that person. Correct? If you thank your mom, then you are connected to your mom, isn't it? Appreciating what she has done for you. So when we give thanks unto the Lord, we are the Spirit of God, right? The hey, we are connecting to God. And then humbling ourselves, acknowledging when we give thanks, we are humbling ourselves, right? If you don't thank someone, you're not humbling yourself, correct? Because you're acknowledging that person is greater than you. That's why you thank him or her, all right? And he has blessed you or he has done something for you. So you thank him. So you're acknowledging the greater one. You're humbling yourself to say you, have, you are greater. That's why we thank God and saying that he is greater. Okay? <clears throat> that is humility. And from that humility, we, have, we enter into an open door to connect to something else, to that person that we are thanking him, that particular aspect of that person, to for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. See, here, give thanks to God Hey, va, dale, va, connect to what? When we humble ourselves and acknowledge connecting to acknowledging God as greater than us, we connect and we access to the, His goodness. See, for He is good because the next part, the, the, this word is just give thanks, all right? For He is good. I didn't write that, uh, didn't put that, the Hebrew letter there, the second part. So, but it starts with the vow. That means when you give thanks, you are connecting to something very powerful. Remember Jesus, when he did the miracle of the five loaves and two fishes, he first do what? He gave thanks. He gave thanks. So he connected, he submitted himself to the greater authority, his father, and know that his father is the one who supplies all things. He's the source. So with the Two, three, five loaves and two fishes, he bring it up, acknowledging that God is the one who owns everything, who supplies. And then when he gives thanks to God, acknowledging God is greater, then he connects 
to the power of the bark to do the miracle that God, only God can do of multiplying the five loaves and two fishes to feed the 15,000, more than 5,000 people. Can you see that? It comes from the gratitude. You're giving thanks. Okay? To who? To God. All right? Or to whoever. That's why uh, Abraham, if you read in Hebrews or Genesis, it's so beautiful. He tied to Melchizedek, acknowledging that Melchizedek is greater. He received the promises of God, but he acknowledged this Melchizedek who represented Jesus Christ is greater. And Melchizedek blessed him. So here, according to what uh, Abraham did, blessed him in his finances because he tied in his whatever he received, gave it to the greater one. Okay, and God, giving thanks, returned back. See, so the same thing. For he is good. So the valve will connect us to the, the goodness of God. If we are giving thanks for God, who is good. Good is the excellence. It means pleasant, good, valuable, rich, all these words. Happy, prosperous. When you give thanks, happiness comes back to you. Prosperity comes back to you. To God who is good. All right. So when you give thanks, you give testimony and all that, right? What happens? You're saying God is good. And what happened? He manifests his goodness to you. You connect. Again, there's another valve there to connect to whichever you are saying that he is. So when we say, I give thanks to God for healing me, you connect the valve. There's another valve there. First, you give thanks, all right, to God, connecting to God acknowledging him and there's another valve in giving thanks that connect you to whatever you're giving thanks about so more health you know will come to you right you give you receive more right we give up revelation you receive more revelation you give up money you receive more money you give up you know everything that you have so when we thank god for healing more healing takes place yes uh madeline right you keep thanking God that God has healed you and you can see the miracle God is doing, right? She come up from surgery as if someone, you know, did, can eat one. <laughs> right, not your children say, right? Doesn't look like someone who went for operation, right? And she keep giving thanks, right? Madeline is full of thanksgiving to God, see? So when we give thanks, we that valve inside the word giving thanks, the power of giving thanks, Connect us to even more the goodness of God, to happiness, to benefit, to welfare, good things, bounty, beautiful, right? You give thanks, you become more beautiful, best, better, depend what you are giving thanks about, the connection, you understand? The vow, bountiful, you know, as you sow, you give thanks. Yeah, so beautiful, the wealth, the prosperity, sweet pleasure, favor, all in this word, good. Okay, Psalms 1, 3, 6, verse 1. Praise, uh, where is it? Give thanks to the Lord. Yeah, this way. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good for forever his mercy is. See, the, the letters, you connect to the Lord. Give, to, give thanks to the Lord and you connect to his goodness forever for his mercy Right? It's a part of one of the most powerful things to do as a Christian is to give thanks. Paul say what? 
give thanks in everything, give thanks. Not grumble, not say what I don't have, lah, so you know, God asked me this. Blah, blah, blah. No, give thanks. Give thanks for what you have and it will increase. When you say God is good, you the valve connect you to receiving the goodness of God even more. You like that? Oh, I like I love this. When this is Holy Spirit given to me, that revelation. It's not from the from anybody. Praise God, right? I feel very excited. Okay, Jehovah, all right, the, 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 the valve is inside Jehovah's name, all right, or God's name. So-called God's name. Remember, one of the teaching earlier, right, in a way, this is the best that God can reveal himself, all right? Uh, yud, hey, valve, hey. So there's a valve inside, and that's where and you look at Jesus' name, the Hebrew name of Jesus is Yeshua. Yeshua, all right? Hebrew name of God is Jehovah. So all this will carry through the whole uh, series of learning the Hebrew letters, right? With this, continue getting deeper and deeper as we understand more and more, all right? So you see the, the valve there, all right? Both in God's name and in Christ's name, Jehovah and also uh, Yeshua, Yahoo. All right, so there is the bath there. God wanting to connect to us, to man. Always wanting to connect with us, to transform us, all right? To live inside us, to live with man. And that's where all the Hebrew letters, that power of the connection and the power to bring everything into place. So it also means, all right, Yud, He, Vav, He, which is also Jesus, Yeshua, with the connection. Yud, if you haven't come to learn detail about, more detail about Yud yet, Yud is the 10th letter. He is the, mainly the breath of God, also the window for revelation. Also, window is to receive. Revelation means behold, right? To see, right? We're all blind one. <laughs> okay. But because of the He, all right, the window open, the window of our spirit man, our window of our eyes. You cannot see, ah? why are you so blind on? Okay, open the window, then you can see. Okay, open the window. So it's also meaning of behold. Okay, remember every letter has a few meanings on inside. And even then we cannot exhaust it, but we can bring out the main meaning. So actually it means, so the nail is the bar, right? The hook that put Jesus' hand to the cross. Right, connecting to right, bringing together. So it's actually yud he vav he can also mean, or mainly I believe, and most Hebrew scholars believe this is behold, see, see, behold, the nail, behold the hand. Yud is also meaning of the fiery hand of God. All right, we will we will learn in more detail when we come to the letter yud. <clears throat> But I think there's a little bit of it in tomorrow's one. So the U, the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet, is the hand of God. All right. So when we behold the nail, we also behold the hand. Or we behold the hand, we will behold the nail. Which is point us to who? Jesus. Yes. The nail. Jesus died on the cross. Right? He was nailed to the cross. So in God's name, just now I showed you God's name and Jesus' name, Yud He Wah He and Yeshua, 
all right, has Jesus inside. That's why Jesus said, I am God. He is God. There is no other God. Jesus is God. All right? Come from God. And at the cross, where Jesus was nailed to the cross, it brings forth the connection because Jesus went to the cross and died for us. Now we can connect back to God. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. I once was lost, but now am found. I once was blind, but now I see the love of God for a wretched man like me. Yeah, that is beholding the hand, behold the nail. Jesus Christ is the one who now connects us to God. He has the power of the valve. The valve. When you receive Jesus, it's like the valve, the power of the valve. Because of the cross, the power of Jesus to transform you from blind to see, from lost to found, from death to life in an instant. That is the power of the valve. Amen? So beautiful, right? Our God, Jesus Christ. Understand? Bit of the bath today. How powerful it is Christ. Right? So in every letter, it is Christ. And how do we connect to Christ? Let me hear an answer <laughs> after talking. <laughs> True? True. We believe by speaking out that we believe in him. <laughs> okay. But basically through what? Right. Wow. Yes, wow. through the word. Through the word. Yeah. Jesus is the valve. The valve is the connector. Okay. It's the word. Jesus and the word. Okay. That's why we are learning it from Psalms. And every verse there is about the word. The word, the word. Today you heard a bit of the word that brings you to want to go deeper into the word, to deeper connect with God, your Savior, right? The one who died for you and gave you a new covenant, gave you promises, gave you new life. Yeah, you will never know this new life if you don't go into his word if you never hear his word and for those who have been hearing his word others need to hear the word others need to connect to god too and that's where we bring the word to others you know ashamed of the gospel bring the gospel the good news to other people to hear the word that they too can connect back to god they too like the jews will be able to love god and serve god from their heart is not a compulsion but it's a joy it's a delight to know your savior died for you and in him lies the answers to life the joys of life the meaning and purpose of life is all revealed in the word from the word we connect to god remember this okay the valve is the connect Thing of connection, thing of Jesus Christ, the nail, 
It's like, you know, we were nailed to the cross with him. And we rose with him. So Jesus, in his death on the cross, he brought us to identify, to connect, to join with him. Like that. Nothing can separate us. Right? The valve connect us. Romans 8 says what? Nothing can separate you from the love of God. When you are so connected and so joined to him, right? understanding his word, no one can come and tell you, forget about Jesus. No one. You are joined to him. And how can you stay in that connection? Keep on in his word. In his word. Remember? Some say what? Let me not forget what you say. Because some other person out there may tell you, forget about it. You were just hyping, you know, suddenly, oh, you want to be a Christian. You will never listen to that anymore. That connection you have, nothing can separate you. Jesus hold you like a nail. We were nailed to him on the cross. And together when he died, we died with him, the old man, old person. And then he rose from the dead. We rose with him. He didn't leave us behind. <laughs> you know, because you are joined to someone, you know, you know, you, you see movies, right? Don't, don't leave me. Yeah. And then how they, how not to leave them? Okay, let's show you. Right? The, the, some of the movies, right? Sometimes you learn a few things from these movies. So the, the girl was, the boy don't want to take her. She's a police officer. She said, no, you must take me. Take the handcuff, cuff them together. <laughs> now and already. <laughs> you, say, you, you don't go because actually he loved her, la, something like that, la, you know. But then the one to uh, take her along because scared that she will die or whatever, because he's going to a dangerous place. So the, the girl said, Okay, I cuff you together. Now no choice again. Have to take her. We are connect, we are nailed with Christ, joined with him, handcuffed with him. That's why. Paul says, I'm a prisoner of the Lord Jesus. And how all this will continue to stay intact is when we continue to dig into his word, continue to meditate his word, continue to love his word, to hear his word. His word bring us, each word bring us closer to him in every aspect of our life that nothing can ever come in between you and Jesus anymore. If you have his word in your heart, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you, that I may never ever separate from you or move away from you. That's what it means. All the 22 letters comes from his word. Okay? Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I will uh, end here and... See you all tomorrow for, uh, for those in KL can have the physical meeting in Elijah and Abigail's place and the rest, see you in Zoom. Amen. Uh, Elijah, can you close us? In prayer. Lord, thank you. Thank you so much that you have given us the word today. Word wow, that connect us together with everything, with you, with us, so that we know that we cannot be separated from you as we are nailed together with you, so that our life will be one with you. Amen. And with your word, the teachers, how to know you and to be with you in our hearts, not in our mind, 
but in our heart so that we will know you as a friend, as a God, and as our lover. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> yeah, I like to hear him say as our lover because it's not very romantic, right? <laughs> so now he's coming from the up from the head to the heart already, right, Abigail? <laughs> so more romantic with you also. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, praise God. See you all tomorrow for a time of worship and giving thanks unto the Lord. All right, just meditate on what you learn today, you know, and let the word of God you know, sink deeper into our hearts as we draw nearer to Him and let the power of the bar, all right, impact your life every day, living in His, this wonderful connection. So even no Wi-Fi, make sure this Wi-Fi doesn't go out. <laughs> this is more important, this Wi-Fi, all right, the connection we've got through His word. Okay, bye-bye. See you all Bye. tomorrow. Xiaoling, see you tomorrow. All right, and, bye, everyone. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Nankam. See you.